The Jim Rochelle Podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to explore the experience of being in the lion's den. How many times have you prayed for an opportunity or a blessing, only to find out that when you received it, there was something negative attached to it? Or women, have you ever been in a relationship and as you got to know the person, there was an ex or an adult child, relatives or in-laws that were ready to get you out of the way? They didn't approve of you being in this person's life. It wasn't so much the relationship itself, but it was the negative baggage or energy that was attached to it. Or what about working in a place? I know I've had many places of employment over my lifetime where I have thoroughly enjoyed working in other organizations, as well as having my own business, which I don't have to worry about this particular issue. You can go into a place of employment and people can just, because of their own insecurities and their own uh, negative life experiences, immediately look at you as a threat, uh, whether they're jealous or whatever the issue may be. In pondering this segment, I thought of what it was like when God sends you to a place of purpose and you end up in the lion's den. First, let's understand lions. As a child, I used to watch a program called, and this is dating me, of course, Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. It was a show that illustrated the behaviors of wild animals in their own habitat. There were others on TV then and now, such as The Crocodile Hunter, featuring that Aussie Steve Irwin, and of late the series Planet Earth that highlights the animal kingdoms all over the world, both on land, in the air, and in the sea. In studying lions for this podcast, there were a few characteristics that I learned, and just stay with me because I'm going somewhere. I already knew from watching these programs that lions run in prides, but normally I never saw any more than maybe a lioness and a couple of cubs. But I found out that lions run in generations, and the numbers can range from three up to 40. They meet in large groups to share a meal or to attack and eat prey. Remember that. They may start out in small groups, but they gather together when it comes to attacking and consuming prey. In these prides or these packs, they are almost always run by the females. According to National Geographic, the male lion is around, but mostly bonds and travels with other male lions, and that's for life. Now, what are other things that we know about lions? They roar. Their roar is loud and it is, woof, stop a person in their tracks. Their presence is intimidating and can strike up fear, whether it's a single lion or a pack of lions. Their bite is deadly and the claws catch, trap, and rip the skin right down to the bones. There are times when you probably feel like you're surrounded by lions female lions that seem to be hunting you, wanting to hurt you, wanting to chase you, wanting to scare you, or have you worried about something, and sitting back in the tall grass, stalking your every move, waiting for that opportunity where they can harm you, literally, 
Go with me to the story of Daniel. If you feel like you are being hunted, if you feel like you are being persecuted, if you feel like you're being picked on and picked out simply because you are gifted, you're intelligent, you're beautiful, you dress nice, you're educated, all those wonderful blessings that God can give you that really make other people turn into packs of lions trying to chase you down. In the book of Daniel chapter 6 is about a man who believed in God and was appointed by a king to be an administrator or a, let's say, a bookkeeper, a director or manager. And we know that most appointments come by God through a man or a woman. There were certain men, we can call them lions with no teeth, that were jealous of Daniel and didn't want him around. Have you ever been appointed to a position or a role in a workplace where a group or a family dynamic just seemed off? They would not accept you, not receive you, and prevented themselves from even liking you. This group felt that way about Daniel. They didn't like his good character. And so what they did, they were so jealous of him and his relationship with the king that they made a law that would put him at odds with his character. And his character was to pray to his God. And they knew this. And so they went to the king. And I always watch people. You got to watch, watch, watch people who just flatter people. It is a, uh, it is a maneuver of manipulation. Whenever you see a person or hear a person and like, oh, you're so wonderful. Oh, you're so great. Oh, you're so this, the great, the dynamic, the most important, the top of the food line. You know, it's great to give people compliments. But when a person, in this case, a king is listening to these compliments all the time, he can make foolish and unwise decisions. But in this case, God was involved in the outcome as well as the input. So this group already knew that Daniel had a habit of praying and they lavished the king with all these compliments and all this flattery. And they were able to get the king to make a law that would put Daniel at odds with his organization. Now, once the group tricked the king, they said, hey, you made this law and Daniel is breaking it. We're only supposed to pray to you and Daniel's praying to his God. Being that this was a law that was broken. It was a new law designed to trap Daniel, to trick and trap Daniel. He was thrown into the lion's den. Now, at the top, we learned about the lions and what they do. So imagine he's going into this den and they're, they're crouched down. They're ready to pounce. They're roaring. They're salivating. They're digging their claws into the ground just for that moment when they're thinking they're going to rip him to shreds. While Daniel was in that den, angels came in there with him and shut the mouths of the lions. Now notice the lions weren't made to disappear. The lions weren't slaughtered. Their presence was still there. Their presence was still surrounding Daniel. And if it's you and you in a lion's den, Danielle, the lions are still there. He could still see them. And maybe they were even making noises, but their mouths were closed to where the teeth, the power of the mouth, the power of the savagery could not touch him. You might find yourself in a lion's den on your job, being stared down by a supervisor, 
And don't ever get it twisted. Sometimes, and I no disrespect to other African American women, but sometimes African American women can be the harshest, most critical, most jealous. And I just find that as a people, when we're broken, we try to break other people. When we have shame, we try to get other people to have shame or to shame them or to put shame on them as a form of deflection from what we're feeling and how broken we are. You might be around racism, classism, genderism, ageism, jealousyism, and any other type of situation where you seem surrounded and outnumbered. I've been there. But remember this, the story of Daniel is about a person who was promoted to go into the lion's den. There was a purpose. So if you find yourself in the lion's den, maybe it's because you had the character to withstand it. Now, after the angels come in and close the mouth of the lion so that they can't hurt Daniel, the next thing that happens is that the king hears about it. And he's like, ooh, okay, well, he had to go and do what the law said because I made the law. And if I let him break the law, then I'm going to look like a fool. And after that, the king came and said, are you okay, Daniel? So maybe the king really did have Daniel's best interest at heart because he wanted him to survive. But I guarantee you that other pack of lions, they didn't want him to survive. And so Daniel was like, long live the king. Thank you for coming and checking on me. Now, I don't know if that was flattery or what, but I think Daniel really wanted to get out of that den. And he was removed from the den unharmed. And all those lions, all those backbiters, all those jealous people, all those haters, not only were they put into the lion's den, but so were their spouses and their children. Be very, very careful the way you look at people that come for you because this particular passage of scriptures show that a person with ill will towards a person who doesn't deserve it, if anyone deserves it, a person or people or a group that put ill will on someone else who has a pure heart or is wanting to do things God's way, it can turn out bad for not only that person, but for their spouse and their children. And that's exactly what happened to that group that tricked the king to make a law to try to put Daniel at a disadvantage so they could get rid of him. Their whole families were then thrown into the very den that they had constructed for Daniel. And before their bodies hit the ground, the lions ripped them to shred and ate them alive. Know that God will eventually shut the mouths of anyone that are around you, whether it's in your church, whether it's in your workplace, whether it's in your relationship, whether it's in your family. Eventually, lions' mouths that have risen up against you, God will close them. You don't have to do it or he'll remove their teeth. Either way, you win. You will escape the lion's den. Either way, you win. You will escape the lion's den. Here are your affirmations for today. No one has power over me. No one has power over me. No one has power over me. Unseen forces keep me safe. 
Unseen forces keep me safe. Unseen forces keep me safe. I attract good things every day. I attract good things every day. I attract good things every day. Positive outcomes will find me. Positive outcomes will find me. Positive outcomes will find me. My future is flowing with blessings. My future is flowing with blessings. My future is flowing with blessings. No scheme can stop me. No scheme can stop me. No scheme can stop me. I am at peace with my enemies. I am at peace with my enemies. I am at peace with my enemies. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Thank you so much for tuning into the June Rochelle podcast. And this is the series Affirmations for African American Women. You have a wonderful day. Remember, you are blessed. I'm your host, June Rochelle. The June Rochelle Podcast.